Welcome in once again to More Than Football here at the Triple M Studios in Adelaide. My name is Tim Baker. We hope you've been enjoying the revamp of More Than Football so far this season. If you haven't listened to episodes that we've previously recorded, we've spoken to Bruce Jute and Nathan Constantopoulos. But today, I'm here with our Westfield W League midfielder, Dylan Holmes. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's been a bit of a, a mission of mine, you know, for those who don't know who are everybody listening right now. Um <laughs> I've been trying to get you on this podcast since last season, and through no fault of your own, it, it hasn't happened, but you're finally here now. Yeah, finally. I think, yeah, yeah it's been almost a year we've been trying to make this happen, but <laughs> that's um, right. yeah, finally made it happen, so I'm excited. Yeah, and um, you know, we were just talking about uh, off-air about podcasts and everything. Uh, I think it's safe to say you've never been on a podcast before. No, no. I haven't. Not a podcast. I've done a little bit of radio, but not yeah. not a podcast. What, what were you expecting before we came in here? Were you... Uh, unsure about the whole process? Were you like, oh, what's this guy going to ask me? You know, what, what was your feelings coming in? Were you as nervous as uh, before you, before kickoff? Surprisingly, no. I'm pretty... Um, <laughs> I didn't think you would be. Pretty chilled right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely it's been cool to be in the Triple M offices and see kind of how everything works behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. so that was probably what I was most excited about. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool here. Yeah, it's a, it's a good setup. Um, and we're pretty lucky that we get to record here in these studios. So... Thank you again, Triple M. <laughs> but um, so, Dylan, um, you're finally here. Um, I'm, I'm hearing a bit of an accent. Uh, you've probably been asked this all the time, <laughs> but uh, let's start there. Where does that accent come from? Because you were actually born in Brazil. Yeah. Yes. Tell me about that. How? How? Where? So, what? When? Yeah. My dad is a mining engineer. So when I when I was growing up, we moved around a lot, and so I was born in Brazil. And then the accent, we moved to California when I was two. And mm-hmm. so I spent five years in Northern California, just outside of San Francisco. And I guess that's where I learned to talk. And <laughs> now I have the accent and my mom's American. So I hear it at home a lot. And then after that, we spent some time in South America and Chile for a year and a half and then a year in Peru and then ended up in Adelaide. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty eclectic background and you know experience <laughs> yeah. so just tell me about that like what you know what is it like living in each of those different countries yeah it was definitely each place we lived in was very different to the last and you know like living in suburban california to a mining camp in southern peru like it's totally yeah. different experiences but um you know with that there's a lot of good things but also some tough times but um, yeah, I'm really, you know, grateful that I got to do that. I got to see a lot of the world and, and experience a lot of different things. So, and luckily football is played everywhere. So I got to play everywhere we went. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was going to say like some of these mining camps, are they quite isolated places? You're not in the big cities, obviously. Yeah. So when we were in Chile, we were actually in Santiago, which is the capital of Chile. But then when we were in Peru, we were in a small, I guess it was like a fishing town of about 60,000 people. Right. And um, that's where the mine, like the smelter actually was. So my dad was there for a year finishing the project and we lived in a kind of a gated mining community and Mm -hmm. in the middle of nowhere in southern Peru. So it was, (laughs) that was probably the the most interesting experience we've had. But yeah, 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 crazy. Yeah. How do you, how do you, um, like, did you throw yourself into the, into the culture in each country, or did you not really get a chance to do that? Yeah, I think probably more so in Peru than in Chile. In Chile, we went to an English school, so okay. all of my classes were in English, and 
Um, so in that sense, no. But in Peru, there are only three schools in this town that we were living in. And um, so we went to this one school that was all in Spanish. And right. um, so there we really had no choice to, yeah. you know, I had to kind of be thrown into the deep end and pick up Spanish as quickly as yeah, I could. That, Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> like school was hard. So, um, yeah, in that sense, we really got thrown into the deep end in Peru um, more so. But yeah, in Chile, we got to I got to see a lot of Chile while we were there. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did. We drove up from Santiago up to um, the Atacama Desert, which is right on the Peruvian border. And then we also did Easter Island, which is oh, where yeah. all the big Moai are. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so, And can you speak uh, fluent Spanish? Um, I used to, like when we lived there. And then I took a year, a few years ago, I took a year of Spanish. So little bits of it came back, but mm-hmm. it's just the vocab that I'm kind of slowly yeah. forgetting. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's fair enough. But, yeah. Um, so what, what, how old were you when you moved to Australia? I was nine, just about nine. to be 10. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you've been here, you've been here ever since then. You haven't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I did a year of college in the States, but then came back, but yeah, I've been here yeah, for, right. it's almost thir- 13 years now, I think. Yeah. Okay. So how does, how does all that moving around sort of help shape you? Like, does it, like being uprooted like that, does that allow like, are you able to roll with the punches a bit more now? Do you feel like it's kind of made you quite balanced or like, is it had any kind of effect on who you are? Do you think? Yeah, I think it's, you know, when moving is, is hard and being uprooted and having to make new friends and, you know, learn new languages and mm-hmm. be in new kind of environments, it's hard. But I think I had the advantage of doing it when I was pretty young. So yeah. you're pretty malleable when you're, mm. when you're that young and, um, yeah, I think now um, it is easier to go with the flow a bit, having mm-hmm. done all that moving. And and yeah, I don't know. It, it's just, yeah, it definitely has shaped me yeah. today. Yeah, and as, as you mentioned, you know, those countries are a melting pot of football. So mm-hmm. I can see how, you know, you've probably been influenced by that. So, you know, do, you, you grew up playing in each of these countries? As yeah, well? so when we were in Chile and... Peru girls didn't really play football that much, so okay. played mostly with boys. And um, you know, when we were in Peru, I played on like an all boys team and played with them at recess and lunch. It was kind mm-hmm. of, it was nice. That was like because I didn't have the language down. That was an easy way to kind of communicate and yeah. get involved. Okay, so how did like, I can imagine? You know, um, boys in any country can be a little bit hostile sometimes to girls coming in and playing in the team. Did you experience any of that or were they all pretty welcoming? I think they were more in like shock that <laughs> like I could kind of hang. Like I don't yeah. think, especially in Peru, girls really didn't play football at all. Okay. Like in PE classes, I was told that, you know, girls went and did volleyball and the boys mm-hmm. played football. So when I started playing with them at recess and lunch, it was kind of like just total surprise, like unexpected, um, but yeah, they were really great. Like I, I felt like I felt very included and playing on a team with them in the local league was yeah. great. Um, got to play, my, my brother played as well, but, um, yeah, it was positive experience for yeah. me, which was good. So, um, as we know, you know, or, or from what we see, you know, kids in those countries grow up with a football by their side all the time. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine that probably a lot of the players you were playing with and came up against were quite skillful. So was that like 
perhaps some of the best coaching you may have had just playing with those types of players who, you know, probably, you know, got a, a ball at their feet 24-7 if they could. Yeah, I think, you know, recess and lunch we played on a cement courtyard outside of the classrooms and, um, you know, it was just street football. So yeah. I think that was really great for me to kind of build my technical base at such mm-hmm. an early age because you kind of had to, you know, you had to try and hang with those boys. So mm. it pushed me to technically be better. But also, like, you know, playing street football is definitely very uniquely, you know, South American and European. Yeah. It's not something that I probably would have been exposed to if I had been living here at that age. Mm-hmm. All right. And you mentioned your mom is from the U.S. Dad is Australian? He's English. He's English. Yeah. Sorry. Yep, yeah, you did yeah. mention that. He's um, English. And then your brother, how old's your brother? He's 24. 24. 24, okay. Yeah. So he was obviously, you know, with you guys over there. Did he, he plays football? No. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> definitely doesn't. He's definitely, he's more intellectual and artistic than I am. He's, um, he loves school and yeah, we're totally different. I always joke to my parents that I was adopted because I'm so different <laughs> from my siblings and the whole being born in Brazil thing. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that strengthens my case. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Perhaps so. Yeah. So it was your brother was born in the UK or America? Um, in the US. In so the both US, my okay. siblings were born in California. Oh, okay. And I was born yep. in Brazil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, tell me about your other, your other sibling. Um, so I have a younger sister as well. Mm-hmm. And again, she's totally <laughs> different to me, but <laughs> it's good. It keeps things interesting. Um, yep. She's also a lot more artistically inclined, likes musical theater and drama and yeah, and I'm not really into any of that yep, stuff. Yep. So <laughs> you're the athlete. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah, okay. So um so why how did you end up in Australia? Was that was that because of your dad's work or okay. Yeah. So yeah. we, you know, living in Peru was pretty tough and so I think he was looking for other opportunities okay. to leave. Mm-hmm. And once the project was finished, like he find something else and um yeah he worked at bhp for the last 10 years or so okay um but it's been great because you know we've me and my two siblings have been at the same school from you know primary school all the way through to year 12 and mm-hmm. we haven't had to move and mm-hmm. you know adelaide's a great place to to be a kid so yeah I was, yeah I was going to say i mean it is a good place for for families but um how was that transition going from these um, I guess, exotic places compared to Adelaide in some ways, um, in a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, how was that transition for you guys? You, you know, did, we, did you get here and you were like, um, this is a bit different? Yeah, it definitely, you know, living, especially in Peru, I think my, I was in year three and I think there were 12 kids in my entire year and 10 of them were girls. Wow. So we came right. to Adelaide and my class was, you know, 20, 25 kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was a bit overwhelming at first, but also I think there was a bit of a sense of relief that, you know, we were finally moved to a place where we could be here for the long term. And, um, yeah, and Australia's great. We loved every bit of it so far. Okay. Do you, do you um, head back to the – you still have family in the U.S.? I yeah, yeah, so we still have family in the States. My mom's – the entire side of my mom's family is in the States, and mm-hmm. then my dad's family is all in the U.K. So okay. whenever we go anywhere these days, it's either to see – yeah, either side of the family. Yeah, yeah. and football fa- like football fans on both sides of the family, or are you you the football well, fanatic? And that's yeah, it? I think probably more so my English side than mm-hmm. my American side. But um, yeah, like my aunt came and visited this year in April, and it was the first time she'd seen me play, so that was really nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, definitely more my English side, I'd say, mm-hmm. is into football. It was, where in the UK is your dad from? Um, he's from a small town called Winslow, which is about an hour out of London. Okay. And um, my granny still lives in the same house that she lived in when my dad was born six years ago. So, um, yeah, very small little country town. Yeah, right. So do you have ambitions to maybe play in the UK or in the yeah, US? Yeah, you know, I've, for me right now, I'm just trying to finish my degree at uni and mm-hmm. um, and I'm also enjoying playing with Adelaide United and Adelaide City in the local league. So, um, But, yeah, it would be so amazing to play in England, especially with how the WSL is growing over there. Yeah, well, I mean, you're only 22. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, and you're already pretty experienced. Um, and not that we want you to go overseas <laughs> yet, so don't get me wrong. We're happy to have you in our midfield. Um, but, yeah, you, you know, you've got a lot of experience already um, and... You know, last season was quite, it was your first season back, I think. You spent a season with us. Yeah, uh, when I was like 17. Yeah, yeah, so four or five years ago. Yeah, and you just came in and just fit straight in. And, you know, I think uh, for a lot of people, you were um, their sort of breakout player or, um, you know, were a player that they, you know, love to see, um, you know, taking on the challenge and, and um, taking on that role in the midfield. So how are you feeling now? Are you feeling like really comfortable, you're feeling, you're feeling good, you know, you just take me through it. Yeah. And I think this season I'm feeling really good. It's been nice to come into this year having played for Ivan before. So Mm -hmm. coming into this preseason, you know, I knew exactly what he expected and, you know, what I needed to do to make sure that I could help the team and also, you know, keep playing Mm -hmm. starting every week. Um, But yeah, last year, I think, you know, I was lucky in the sense we had a couple of injuries, so I got thrown in to the first game, and um, yeah, I just tried to run with it and and soak in as much as possible. And yeah. this year now, I feel like I'm a bit more experienced and um, can really push on and try and take my game to another level. Yeah, well, you know, you've been part of a pretty dominant Adelaide City side in the WNPL. Um, so what are some of the differences, you know, from WNPL stepping up to W League? Oh, the professionalism goes up another level. It's, um, you know, I think at Adelaide City, it's probably one of the most professional WNPL mm-hmm. clubs in South Australia. But with United, I think there's a lot more expected of you on and off the pitch, which is great. I think we all thrive with that expectation. But um, and I think also the resources we get, you know, mm-hmm. we have access to a lot more resources than we do at the local WNPL level. So it's just trying to utilize them as best as possible. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, then get good results. Yeah, and you know, I, you're probably safe to say I think that you know you're a bit of a, a permanent fixture in our midfield now, um, as we touched <laughs> on. So, um, how do you see? Because it's a, it's a young side, right? So, um, for me, looking at it, it's like even if if the core group stays together, I think another couple of seasons, most of you will be mid twenties or mid to early twenties. Um, with that kind of experience under your belt, with um, still, you know, quite young legs. How do you think the team can progress? I mean, there's certainly a lot of potential there for this team if it stays together to um, do some damage. I, th- I think, at least in a, in a few seasons. Yeah, I think you know it's easy for to forget how young this group is, mm-hmm. and um, I think we're getting some really great experiences over the last few seasons. But I also think that. Um, you know, last year we had a lot of older heads around us, whereas this year it's a bit more of a younger team. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think it will only get better in the next few years if we can keep this local group together. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think it's really exciting at the moment. I feel like good things are coming and 
and the fact that, you know, maybe we haven't gotten the results that we wanted against the teams we've played, but we've been very close. We've been hanging with teams that are stacked with Matildas. So mm, um, right. I think it's only going to get better as um, we get a little bit older and more experienced. You mentioned your degree. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your degree. What are you studying? So I'm doing a Bachelor of Advanced Arts at Adelaide Uni. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know what I want to do, but <laughs> this degree is good because I can take pretty much any class I want in the university. Right. Um, so I'm just trying to take interesting classes and get a degree and yep. figure it out later. <laughs> yeah. what, what kind of a student are you? Um, I'm good when I am enjoying what I'm learning about and I'm mm-hmm. interested in it. If I don't really care, then it's hard to motivate yourself to do the work. But I think for me right now, my priority is football. Mm -hmm. So that kind of impacts how I do at uni. But, you know, while I'm young and able to play professionally, I might as well kind of give most of my attention to that. And, and, you know, I can always do school again if I need to. But for now, um, it's working and... Yeah, it's good. It's nice to have something outside of football to kind of fill your mind. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair enough. I mean, and I suppose it keep you grounded as well, you know. So, um, but just back onto football. Um, not that it's all about football, <laughs> as we just said, but um, you know, going again back to what I was saying about potentially playing overseas. Like, have you thought? Um, have you thought maybe in the W League off season doing what some of the other girls do and, and going and playing in another competition to to just fully throw yourself into it? Or are you kind of happy with the balance you have? Yeah, you know, I think I have thought about it and I think I've thought about it more since I've been getting more game time in the W League. Yep. I think, you know, if you'd asked me that this time last year, I would have been like, probably not, like I'm yeah. probably not there. But um, I think now having a bit of experience in the W League, it's, you mm-hmm. know, and talking to some of the other girls that are the internationals that are here, it's, you know, opened my eyes a bit as to what mm. the possibilities are. And, you know, the fact I'm only 22, there's still some good years ahead of me, hopefully. And yeah, yeah just, you know, right now I'm happy with how things are with, you know, trying to get my degree and mm-hmm. playing W League and, you know, enjoying playing with Adelaide City. But, you know, who knows what the future yeah. holds. Well, I mean, as you said, there's, there's plenty of Australians that go and play US and then come here and then the Americans that come over here. So can easily be done. Yeah. Um, out of interest with all your different passports, uh, mm-hmm. who would you play for internationally? <laughs> Well, I have played for the Young Matildas, okay. so yes, that's, that's right, probably nationality-wise and where I'm at now, that would be where I'd, I'd be able to play, but yep. it did Good take answer. yeah, it did take <laughs> a bit to make that happen. I've made some camps when I was younger, and yeah. even being a citizen, they had to petition my allegiance to FIFA, and yeah, it wow. took about 18 months to get sorted, but... Um, yeah, so I didn't realize that, you know, playing in the States when I was seven years old was going to impact my ability to play for <laughs> That's right. the national team here. Yeah. yeah, so it was bizarre. But um, yeah, so I think just on that sense, it would be Australia more than yeah. anything else. Which is great because that's, yeah. that's what we want. <laughs> uh, but just take us inside that process of having to get that that cleared. Because that's, you know, for a diehard football fan, I think it's interesting. People would probably want to know that. So you know, the fact that, yeah, okay, you know, you're a kid, you're just playing football in another country, oh, this is great. And then, you know, you have to essentially jump through hoops just to be able to get clearance to be able to play for the young Matildas. This yeah. wasn't even the senior team. So, no, yeah. Yeah, explain that process. Yeah, so I made a camp when I was, a junior Matildas camp when I was 15. And at that point, I was an Australian citizen, had mm-hmm. a passport. But um, they figured out that they hadn't switched my allegiance from the U.S. to Australia. And I think Mm -hmm. because I was a registered player in the U.S., 
even when I was, you know, six or seven years old, that they had to make sure that I hadn't represented the U.S. in any sort of competition or Mm -hmm. anything. But um, I think the process took so long just because it wasn't super urgent. Like I missed out on that junior Matilda's age group. But Mm -hmm. by the time the young Matilda's came around, I was I was eligible. And yeah, so it was it was interesting. I didn't think anything would really need to happen after becoming a citizen. But there you go. Wow. Yeah. Inside the world of football. Yeah. FIFA. Okay. Well, look, um, we're going to wrap it up. But first of all, I just want to know what what do you do outside of football? Well, in the little (laughs) free time that we get, um, you know, my days are filled with uni right now. But Mm -hmm. um, in the summer, I love the beaches and I do love a good book. Okay. Good book. All right. Mm -hmm. Favorite books? Ooh, I've read one that I really liked was The Night Circus. Okay. I, I don't forget know, who it's but... by, but it was just a really, it was kind of a quirky yeah. book. I hadn't read a book that felt like that. Like, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but okay. it was cool. Yeah. 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 Um, so is it books on the beach? Yeah. I do love books yeah. on the beach. And I also like reading books when it's cold, like, yeah, when it does get cold in Adelaide. Blanker, yeah. Yes. Blanker, yeah. Heater, that sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really wow. cool. Okay. I've just, I've just had a... I think a really great idea, Dylan's book club. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what we need to start yeah, maybe. start doing. We could we could shoot it uh, like as a, a video, or we could start your own podcast, yeah, Dylan's book club. Most of the girls don't read that much. No, so, yeah, I'm trying to get okay. <laughs> trying to get we, something to read, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep thinking about this because okay. maybe maybe you could you could host your own thing. We could get other authors, local authors, yep. to come and, and to chat with you. Like, there's a whole world here that yeah. we could open up. A world of possibilities. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining me. It's, <laughs> it's been awesome to finally get you in here and um and have a chat. And so, thank you again. All the best for the rest of the season. Thank you so much. All right. Good chat with Dylan Holmes. Thanks again for listening to More Than Football. Stay tuned to the Triple M app for all the latest episodes. We have more to come. And thank you again for listening. <laughs>